Today is the day the Lord has made. Let's be all glad in it. I would like to come today for my brothers and sisters and just to share God's wonderful message that he has for us on today. Uh, today, God has a powerful word uh, that he would like to share for us and allow our minds to think outside of the box and allow us to understand the greatness that God has in store for us. So I'm going to take you and walk you through the book of Luke. Uh, we're going to start with verse 8 and start with verse 40. And we're probably going to skip through some of the verses, but I will come back to expound on God's word. So let us begin. It starts at Luke chapter 8, verses 40. Now, when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell down at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl about twelve, was dying. My God. So, let's go to verse 49. When Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is dead, but sleep. She is not dead, but sleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus took them to give her something to eat. Her parents was astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what happened. So my encouraging words today is called, God is keeping me when I don't understand. So in this particular chapter in the book of St. Luke, uh, Jesus was caught in the middle of healing so many people and in very distinguished ways. Uh, before that prior book of eight and seven, he healed a man who who ran around naked and they had him bow down in chains. And he had the demons, which was called legions, that was inside of him, that they pleaded and asked Jesus to allow them to go into the pigs. And they ran off the cliff and all the pigs drowned. And the people was amazed and astonished by this. And a fear went across them. And they asked Jesus to leave. And the man they saw because he was in his right frame of mind and in clothing. And he asked Jesus, is it okay for him to go with him? And Jesus like, no, I need you to stay back and tell how good God is. And so when we get in a book of eight on Luke, it will say that when Jesus in seven, it talks about when Jesus got back on a boat and they left. And now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him. For they all was expecting him. And as they was expecting him, Jarius uh, was there. 
who who came to fall at Jesus' feet, uh, who was pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, could you imagine, his only child, daddy's little girl, because remember that verse we talked about where for God so loved the world, he gave his only son to come to save us. Your last, your everything. He was there speechless. You know, when you have your last, your everything. What about David? Who, who sat with sackcloth with ashes in the middle of the floor praying to God will heal the child. Ah, uh, just thinking about your only and so Jairus waited and and Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house and along with Jairus and Jesus. But as Jesus was walking, the crowd crushed him. And in the midst of crushing, a woman was there who had the blood, the issue of blood. And as he was thrown against the crowd, Jesus was, there was this woman who was in the midst. If I just touch him, could you imagine Jairus in his mind thinking like, I need Jesus to get to my daughter because she was dying. He didn't say she was dead at the time she was dying and she needed to get there to his daughter. And as they go amongst the mix of the crowd, crushing Jesus through, Jairus trying to get through, his apostles trying to get through, and he felt a touch of virtue. And Jesus looking around like, who touched me? Who touched me? Jairus looking as though that I got to get to my destination. We can't even get close to where we need to. That's why I said God is keeping me when I don't understand what is going on or what's going about. All Jairus could think about was his daughter dying at the age of 12. And he knew Jesus was going to be on the scene. So he needed to get there. So as Jesus was walking and Jesus felt the virtue or something love of power, something of faith, he had to figure out who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Everybody was thinking like, wow, dear Lord, what are you saying? It could have been anyone. It could have been that person. It could have been that person. And no one wanted to say who they were. Because Jesus said this was not an ordinary touch. This was a touch of faith. This was a touch of of, of of resilience saying that if I just touch this man I shall be made whole again and then a woman confess as Jairus was standing there waiting as he's keeping God was keeping him <laughs> and Jairus didn't understand what was happening at that moment <laughs> but when Jesus was speaking about the woman who touched him. He said, daughter, thy faith has made thy hold. And as he was speaking, Jesus, someone came to him from the house of Jairus. As Jairus stood in my Holy Ghost imagination and he heard these words. Your daughter's dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. <laughs> they don't know who uh, who they was with. I'm just baffled by because 
They, this is a man of a healer. Mm -hmm. This is God's son who came to save us and heal us and bringing people to the faith. But he told him, there's no need to bother him anymore. Your daughter is dead. Ain't nothing else that he can do. <laughs> Ain't nothing he can say will cause her to wake up again. <laughs> Come on, Jairus, let's go back to your house. Let's go ahead and bury your daughter. There's no need to bother this teacher of any more. This teacher don't have no use for it. Let this teacher go bless others. Let this teacher go heal others. But your daughter is dead. <laughs> After Jesus heard this... Jesus look at Jairus. I can see Jesus looking at Jairus and saying, don't you dare be afraid. Don't you listen to what this man have to say. I need you to focus on these words. Just believe. And you and she shall be healed. Jesus is telling us the same thing. Just Believe no matter what the naysayer says, just believe no matter how bad the news are, just believe no matter how they said it's taking over your body to sickness, just believe, just believe in my word and she shall be made or be made whole or healed again. Just believe I'm the God yesterday, today, and forevermore. I'm the same God who healed the man in the tomb. I'm the same God who caused the legions to go into the pigs and they went off a cliff to drown. I'm the same God who just healed this woman who had the issue of blood over 12 plus years. Uh, you see the numbers 12. You see the number 12 with your daughter. I am the God who can save. I had 12 apostles. Jesus is trying to get us to understand that he can heal, but he needs you to believe in him. He can change your situation up. Saw down. He can make the crooked place straight. <laughs> he can cause the sun to turn to darkness. He can turn the light today. He can cause the stars to fall from the sky. He can cause the sky to move. He's the same God who have clouds. He's the same God who make dry land. <laughs> into wetland. He's the same God who can make mountains. The same God who knows when every bird falls to the ground. He's the same God made the oceans and the seas. He's the same God that made the creeping crawling. All he needs you is just to believe. God is keeping you. And he, you don't understand what is happening. So he said, I want you to walk with me, Jairus. I want you to walk with me so I can show you what it's all about. He said, Jairus, just believe and she will be healed. So Jairus, thinking that God is keeping me when I don't understand. But when he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone in but Peter, John, and James, and the mother and the father. 
Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and screaming because they saw the girl passed away. <laughs> and they all became bitter inside, feeling of sickness in their belly. Mourning the loss of a child. They was filled with tears. Jesus said they were wailing in the house. Crying in an unnatural cry. Wailing and screaming for the loss of the child. And Jesus looked at them and said, She is not dead, but sleep. But they laughed at him knowing that they see that she's dead. It's like, how can you tell me that she's sleeping when we know that she's dead? Same way that Sarah laughed at Jesus. The same way Sarah laughed at the angel saying that I can't bear no child. And then she turned around and said she didn't laugh. But my God says this. (laughs) But he took her by the hand and said very quickly, my child, get up. (laughs) Her spirit turned and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents was astonished. Her parents was amazed. Their parents wanted to shout hallelujah. Their parents wanted to jump for joy. But they were so astounded. But he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. That was a heartfelt moment. And Jerry saw, God is keeping me. When I don't understand. God is keeping you. When you think there's no way out. God is giving you new hope. New vision. He don't want you to give up. It's not over. You have a future. You have a purpose. God wants you to understand that you are his everything. God wants you to understand that you was created. For goodness and with an expected end. No matter what it looks like, feel like, God said, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the ending. I know my children. I am a stronghold and I know those who trust in me. God said, I hear. I'm here to show you and to demonstrate the goodness of God. God is keeping you. You may not understand, but you believe I am the everlasting God. Jairus was amazed, praising God because he believed, he trusted, he didn't waver. He knew God was keeping him. He knew God saved and healed the woman. He knew he healed a man with the legion. He told all that would listen how Jesus healed him. He wanted to leave with God, but God knew there was a greater purpose on his life. God knew that his word had to be passed off to the east, the west, the south, and the north. God is keeping you. Don't you dare give up. God is keeping you for greater work. God is keeping you for greater calling on your life. God is keeping you to tell the story how you made it over. God is keeping you so you can tell them that you're a recovery liar. God is keeping you so you can tell people about you don't chase money anymore. God is keeping you so you used to live your life a materialistic life. New cars, new shoes, new house, new wigs, new makeup, new clothes, new everything. 
wrong. But God is keeping you. God is keeping you because you had an illness. They called you. You was dead. But God said, rise up, my daughter. Rise up, my son. All I need you to do is believe. You can be on your dying bed, but I speak life in you right now. Rise up and get you something to eat. Rise up because God is good to you. Because God is keeping you right now. You don't understand it. How is he keeping you? God said, yes, you lost all your weight. But right now, you're going to gain it back. God is keeping you. You're going to learn how to walk again. Why? Because God is keeping you. You're going to learn how to feed yourself again. Why? Because God is keeping you. God is keeping you. You don't understand it, but he said, I believe. Just believe in me. I will heal your mind. I will heal your body. I will heal your soul. I will heal you every word you hurt. Just believe in me and trust me. I will change your walk. You won't waver. Stop allowing the enemy to tell you that you ain't nothing. Stop allowing the enemy to choke the life out of you. Leaving you lifeless. Leaving you hopeless. Leaving with you no vision. No joy, no peace, leaving you helpless, leaving you thinking you ain't going to be nothing. Long as you're sitting there watching the TV, eating donuts after donuts, just sitting there playing your video games and not allowing the God to speed your spirit to feed your soul with his word. God ain't just keeping you to sit there and gain weight. God is not just keeping you for you can just run off into the clouds. God is not keeping you for you to go get and go to the clubhouse. God is not keeping you for you can be on the next reality show. God is not keeping you to just stir up problems and troubles. God is not keeping you to just be in the midst of turmoil. God is not just keeping you so you can be homeless on the street. God is not keeping you for you can be a player like this. God is not keeping you so you can have more than one woman. God is not keeping you just so you can have three or four men. God is not keeping you so you can run around and say, I got five or six cars. God is not keeping you so you can say, I'm a leader of this. I'm a leader of that. But where do God fit in? Arrange your life where God is the head. Arrange your life where you seek him from every morning. Arrange your life. You go to bed thinking of them rise up thinking about him with a song on your heart before you can rise out the bed say thank you jesus for a good day thank you jesus for another day i thank you i start my day with you help me to be a blessing to others help me to show them the light help me to guide the people help me to be a blessing to others that is what god wants from you where you at god's people where you at, God's leader? Where you at? God is ready to give you overflow. But are you ready for the overflow? Because God is keeping you. God is keeping you. Just believe. You shall be healed of your mind, your body, and your soul. God 
desire nothing but you. He's been trying to connect with you since day one. Allow him in. Let him fill your heart. It's going to be days when it's tough. Days when it's going to be rough. But don't give up. Don't give in. Just believe God is faithful. He's a stronghold. He knows his children who trust in him. And he watches over his word. And it shall not come back void. So I speak life to every individual. I speak life that God will shake up your situation. Anything that is not of him that he remove it and you be receptive of it. Anything that's in your way to not serve God. Anything in your way that is not pleasing to God. We ask God to shift it. Shake it out. Turn you upside down and remove everything that is not holy or pure that is against God's will. And God will give you the spirit of discernment to discern what is good and what is evil. Follow his way and his will. Not just hear his word one day and be happy on one day. Then soon a storm come, you're running. Don't be like that. Don't be like a child who sows a seed and can't wait for it to water and to grow. And you give up. You need to be rooted, grounded in God's word so you can have root, so you can grow. So anytime when anything happens, you're like, okay, I've been through that before. I know what to do. I, I master that. I know what I can do. You do these tests through your life, trials and tribulations, so you can grow stronger in the faith. And you know what it is to do. It's been many tests and trials that I've been through my life. God, like, hey, you've been there before. You know what to do. Mm, my God, my God. Striving every day to live the life that is pleasing to our King. God is keeping you as well as he's keeping me. And I bless each and every one of you. Those who don't know Jesus, a partner of sin. Make today the day that you confess your sins with your mouth. The Lord Jesus shall believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. God said, for with thy heart man believe unto righteousness and with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. Find yourself a virtual church, a virtual prayer group, or virtual Bible study. And remember, we all in this together. It's a journey. Don't rush. God is able and God is keeping us all. Remain faithful, my uh, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I pray for you as you pray for me in Jesus' name until we meet again. Amen. Amen.